0: Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Christmas is full of traditions. Picking out the perfect Christmas tree, eating your favorite treats, and singing Christmas carols are just a few. Today, we will learn how one of the most famous Christmas carols came to be. Before the internet and online shopping, many people shopped at large department stores. Many people shopped at large department stores. These stores were called department stores because they sold a wide variety of merchandise in different departments. Retailers like Sears and Roebuck, Macy's, and Montgomery Ward were the place to do your Christmas shopping. You could find things for everyone on your list in just one place. Many department stores, including Montgomery Ward, had special holiday promotions and giveaways. In the 1930s, Montgomery Ward was the second largest department store chain in America, and it was their tradition to give the children of shoppers a Christmas coloring book each December. In 1939, the store commissioned one of its employees, a gentleman named Robert L. May, to create something unique for that year's giveaway. The store had one request. Would Mr. May please make the story about an animal? Robert had dreamed of becoming a famous novelist, but instead found himself working as a copywriter for the Montgomery Wards catalog. He was happy to take the task of writing the book all the children who visited the store that year would get to take home. Robert decided to write his story about a reindeer because his five-year-old daughter liked to visit the deer at their local zoo. But the book would not be about just any reindeer. He made his reindeer an outcast. Perhaps this was because Robert felt a bit like an outcast himself. He was always the smallest kid in his class at school because he had skipped two grades. He might have even been described as a nerd, and he lacked self-confidence. Still, Robert worked tirelessly and with great care. He wanted the story to be great. Robert's reindeer was named Rudolph. He had big ears, blue eyes, and a bright red nose. Robert finished his book, and Montgomery Ward had two million copies of it printed to be given away. It was an instant hit. People from all over the country began writing letters to Montgomery Ward telling them how much they enjoyed the book. There was a short time when the book was not printed because of paper rations during the war. After the war ended, printing resumed and the book was even more popular. Despite the overwhelming popularity of Robert's story, Montgomery Ward never paid him anything above his normal salary for writing it. Then, in 1947, the department store decided to sign over the rights to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to Robert. That was good for Robert and his daughter, as the book would make enough money for them to live comfortably. But how did that book turn into a Christmas song? Not too long after Robert received the rights to his story, his sister married a songwriter named Johnny Marks. Johnny was already familiar with the story, and had even made a few notes about how he would turn it into a song. About a year after he married Robert's sister, Johnny finished the song. Johnny was confident this song would be a hit. Johnny asked Gene Autry to record Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Gene Autry was a very popular singer at the time, and he did not think that recording Rudolph was a good idea. He didn't even like the song. But Gene's wife disagreed with him and convinced him to make the recording. Rudolph appeared on the B-side of Gene's record, If It Doesn't Snow on Christmas. Artists commonly put songs they think will be a hit on the A-side of the record and songs they didn't think would be that successful on the B-side. Interestingly, I have never heard of the other song. (laughs) That version of Rudolph became the second Best selling Christmas song, Only White Christmas Sold More. In 1964, the song inspired a stop motion film of the same name. The movie was just as popular as the book and the song. It seems everyone can identify at least a little bit with Rudolph not fitting in. The movie has been shown every year since it was made and is the longest running Christmas special in history. I've included a link to Gene Autry's original recording of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in the episode description if you would like to listen. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description.